Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. But it's mostly about our lives. Also, that is true too. Folks, thank you for listening to the show. Do us a favor, rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Write a nice review for us. It helps us out immensely and we thank you for it. Also, check out our Patreon. We jot, um, <laughs> fuck, start again. <laughs> Start no. again. Start again. No, I Nick. need the people to hear how I, we could have an amazing introduction, and then you are like waving your hand at me, like I got something. I got some guys. Thanks uh, for listening. Check out our Patreon. We drop. We drop. Listen, guys. We had our second Patreon for May came out yesterday. It was a lot of fun to record. I want you to check it out, guys. We dropped it. And <laughs> shut uh, up. Let me get through this. You were so excited to mess that I up. I am so excited to talk about that episode because it was fun to do. We watched um, Little Shop of Horrors. We watched the 1960s version and the 1986 version. We talked about that, and then we just did like a general life update, and we talked a lot about Lily specifically. Um, because she's doing some shit, and it needed to be addressed. For you guys who already listened to the Patreon, just a little update. Uh, The toys that we got her uh, made her happy, uh, but she still kept Ashley up all night. Yeah, basically. um, And if you want to know what we're talking about, check out that Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash reality blows. You can also just check it out and everything out on uh, reality blows podcast.com i love that it took us like two years to get a website i'm very impressed that we finally got one it's taken it so long it's taken us so long to get a website that i actually i'm unsure how to plug it in the podcast (laughs) i'm like every single time i've done it i've already i've told them a different way to contact (laughs) us and i'm like oh yeah by the way we have a podcast we have we need an intern yeah, we need an intern. Lily's got to grow thumbs because we're not allowed to see anybody else. My grandmother doesn't have; uh, she can't really see very well. Uh, and my mother right now is recovering from back surgery. Everybody else were not in contact. I with. tried to teach Lily to write, and she just kept writing "JK, JK, JK." So, just to remind you, uh, we are quarantining now in uh, my mother's and grandmother's home in uh, New Jersey on the Jersey Shore, just in time for summer. Uh, and boy, oh boy, Ash, people are going to the beach and hanging out, are they not? It's weird because, A, it's been cold as hell. Well, hell's not cold, but it's been very cold in New Jersey, and it's like June. I'm freezing my little tits off outside. And then um, on top of that, there's all these people partying on the beach. Yeah, this the town that we're in right now is not really a party town. It's kind of like a family town, but people are bringing their families here, man, and they're they're t- they're. They're taking over these little summer rentals. Uh, and uh, as a matter of fact, it got really nice this weekend. I don't know about where you are, but where we are, it was probably about the nicest it's been in the past couple of months. Um, and boy, oh boy, were people out and about um, not masked up necessarily. That was bumming me out, right? We're keeping to the masks here. We're keeping to the masks. But you guys they were know not. we love mask talk on the pod. Hashtag mask talk. Boy, but we drove through a town called Belmar, New Jersey, which is like the real like fun beach town. Bunch of college kids with uh, bottles of liquor on the balcony. I saw one girl just kind of laying in the lawn, had had too much to drink. <laughs> it this was, is like 2 p.m. It was like old times, man. It was like 2019. Like it was crazy. party row. It was wild. Um, but over here in our little house, we're kind of keeping things chill. Something I've been doing, which I've never done before, is Blue Apron. Are you guys familiar? Um, how do we get them to support the podcast? Not know. by talking ill of them, which is what I'm about to do email them i guess 
Well, talking ill. What do you mean talking ill? I thought you had a couple successful outings. Here. I had. I did. I've done it twice. Okay, so Nick's mom ordered Blue Apron, and uh, it's it's come to the house a couple of times since we've been here. And Blue Apron. I mean, you guys listen to podcasts. You know what this is. This yeah. is. Uh, it's a meal kit that you can prepare at home. They give you all the ingredients. Pretty sure Blue Apron started podcasts yeah. so that they could have somewhere to run. You ads sign on. up for it, and then they give you full meals, but just the ingredients, and you're uh, usually uh, for two people, two portions. And you cook all the stuff yourself at home. So yeah. it's a nice way to sort of, uh, it's like a learn how to cook starter kit. Yeah, you get all the uh, ingredients, like Nick said, measure out exactly and how, how much you'll need them. Um, I was for it until we found out how much it cost yesterday. And I was honestly blown away by that. Yeah, it's like, boy, um, so you're saying uh, I get to cook this stuff all myself and it's only a few dollars more than ordering <laughs> out? It's pretty <laughs> wild. Um, I've made two meals so far. The first one was like an hour meal and it was I think that they have like you know they send you meals that range in difficulty um, and difficulty is pretty much summed up by time I've learned from looking at the Blue Apron uh, recipes so the first one I did was a little bit on the harder side it was like this kale coconut curry um, with lentils and it was just absolutely delicious there was a chutney involved the finished version was incredible, and yes, I'm glad I made it, and I enjoyed every second of it, but did it take me two hours? It did indeed. Um, yeah, well, you had to restart. I mean, you did I burn. I restarted. You burnt the uh, sweet potato. Uh, I like that I burnt the sweet potato, and everybody was like, I can't believe you burnt the sweet potato in the oven, and then I found out the next day that it was a convection oven, and it cooks quicker. No one told me that. Uh, you're supposed to just keep an eye on it. Oh, whatever. I just was following the recipe. Yeah, well, there's your problem um so i learned that the oven here you only put things in for half the time after i burnt a couple of things see the whole recipe thing that's what's keeping me away from the old blue apron i'm not really into directions or people telling me what to do you know i kind of just want to wing it nick helped me it. with the second one i did which was like a red uh pepper pasta and red pepper pasta, red pepper pasta. and it was also really good and Nick was my little sous chef. Hey, I'm big. He was my big little sous chef. Uh, he was stirring. I just stirred one thing for you, three or you four You sat minutes. there and you stirred and you yeah, stirred and you stirred. I did, I did. You had You're some right. ideas. You I added did. to the process, I babe. did. See, Ashley, here's, this is um, Chef Boyar Ashley. Yep. Um, chef Boyer, uh, Chef Brooke. Brooke? Chef, can I just do, do Chef, chef okay, Boyar yeah, Ashley? Yeah, fine. Chef Boyar Ashley, here's the thing. This is her specialty. You ready? Um, she does everything really well, uh, except she'll forget one ingredient. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that seems to be Ashley's like uh, kind of modus operandi yeah. uh, when it comes to uh, Blue Apron meals uh, so far. So famously, um, a couple Thanksgivings ago, Nick and I made a vegan green bean casserole, and I just forgot the salt. Yeah, <laughs> just no salt. You know what we're gonna do with this one? It's gonna be like a normal one, except no salt. You guys good with that? <laughs> Great. Chef Boyer Ashley out. Um, yeah, so you uh in the in the lentil situation, there was some sort of um a what it was like a yogurt you had to shave like a Yeah, item. you were supposed to make like this garlic paste right, with the yogurt right. and I was just like I didn't forget that. I just said I'm not gonna do that. You're like frigate, I'm out. Yeah, and with the uh, red pepper pasta. Red pepper pasta. You you put too was, much water in. There was a thing where you added water mm -hmm. in different different time intervals as you made the sauce, which was like a creamy, thick, creamy sauce. And instead of doing that, I just put all the water yeah. in at once. So 
Yeah, she was like, we're going to put uh, this uh, uh, third cup of water uh, into this thing. And she dropped it in there. And I'm stirring it. And then she looked. I'm like, this seems watering. You're like, she was like, yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have done what I just did. Yeah, basically. It was a real quick learning lesson. Right well, there. I also noticed immediately when I put it in that it was way too watery. It was too and watery. I was like, but you boy, because this was the sauce we were making. OK, we, we were putting some tomato paste in there. We had some, some peas in there, some cream, put some water. We overwatered it. Peas? Are you yeah, there about... was like a pea in there, right? wasn't there? Oh, the capers? Capers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, capers. Whatever. They look like little peas. Yeah, there was capers and garlic and scallions. And then so, um, you know, as we were stirring it up, uh, and I was like, it's a little watery. I mean, your boy, the sous chef over here, decided uh, he was going to make a, a an audible, make a call out there on the field. First off, Nick was like, you should just add more butter to this. And I was like, I'm not going to add more butter to it. And then he was like, what about flour? Put some flour in there, thicken it up. Thick- what do we got in this kitchen we can thicken it up with? And then there was some Parmesan they included Parmesan. that you were supposed to sprinkle on top. And yes. instead of sprinkling it on top, what did you say? I said, throw it in. Let's mix it up. It'll soak up some of the water. And then we'll get a little creamier situation, like a cheese sauce. Boy, oh boy, was he right. Nick, who famously left the butter out of his mom's macaroni and cheese a few days later. See, my my Blue Apron situation was I've been preparing some meals here. My mom's got some delicious Annie's macaroni and cheese. You know, that's the healthy stuff. Some shells with white cheese. And, you know, I was just trying to err on the Annie's cautionary side. I I did the box uh, uh, front to back, and uh, the steps on that box told me to add boil water, then put the macaroni in, and then add the the cheese packet, and uh, add some milk, and it said optional. In parenthesis, it said optional. Put butter in there. He's right. It did say that. I didn't believe him either, guys. I also did not believe him. Everyone in the house was like, you didn't put butter in the macaroni and cheese? We're putting already some cream in here. We're putting already some some cheese packets in here. The butter might be overkill, okay? I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to kill anybody in this house, all right? I'm trying to keep everybody nice and happy. And so I was like, I'm not going to put the butter in there. Who knows? I might get some complaints. I, I made it. It looked fine. I handed it over. To moms, she looked at me like, what, are you fucking kidding me? There's something missing here. And oh I'm like, God. what? She's like, this ain't creamy enough. She's like, where's the freaking butter? She's like, where's the freaking butter, she says to me. I go, the freaking <laughs> butter? That was optional. Annie's is healthy. They don't want me to put freaking butter in here. Plus, it said only unsalted butter. All you got is freaking salted butter. What, am I supposed to put some salt in this and make it more delicious? I think not. And then so uh, I gave it to her. And uh, basically what happened was she was like, this kind of sucks. And (laughs) and then pretty much made, uh, she didn't make comments about it. But I felt like she was really, just really lost respect for me for a couple of days. That her own son wouldn't know to just put butter in. And then, of course, she pulled the whole house. Asked Ashley, have you ever heard of macaroni and cheese without butter in it? Of course, Ashley fucking goes with whatever whatever way the wind blows over there never has my back oh yeah what nick you didn't put butter in it oh nick you're an idiot my grandmother you have to put the butter in it she's irish but she doesn't sound that way my sister came over later she shit all over my face 
The two dogs looked at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> Lily didn't talk to him for days. Lily hid under the bed. Are you saying I'm a flipper? Are you saying Flipper's going to flip? Flipper's going <laughs> to flip. And you are a flipper, man. I'll You've dare been flipping you. in this house all week. I'll dare you. I just side with power. Yeah. I side with the power alliance. Yeah, what do you you go with the you go with the vote. <laughs> I you go, go with, with the, the numbers. numbers. I always go with the numbers. I'm always playing from the bottom in this house. <laughs> you really are. I really am. You flipper's gonna flip. You're at the bottom of that alliance, so I don't. I don't think you should feel. As soon as I get knocked out, they're going for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, anyway, should we talk I, about our weeks? Uh, yeah. Well, what, what, you wanted to talk about some of the things that have been making you more comfortable while in quarantine. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I've been. I've adopted some new habits that I'm um, using to cope. And one, first and foremost, is words with friends, okay? I'm really into words with friends, and I'm plugging this. I'm going to plug my profile on the pod. Oh, no, don't do this. I want people to play with me. I really do. I, I'm not – it's the only thing that is keeping me sane. I, I'm so um, – you know, every time I go on the phone, it's a lot of bad news and um, a lot of stress, and I need – uh, some sort of, I need to connect with people while also building my vocabulary. So hit me up at ashbrorob3. That's A-S-H-B-R-O-R-O-B-3. And unfortunately, if you are a man named Robert or Michael or Thomas, I'm probably going to ignore you because I've been getting a lot of those requests to play. Yeah, you're a real like uh, tantalizing treat out there. On the, You're a real snack in the words with friends. I'm getting a lot of requests from older white men yeah. around age 50. They About 40 of them want to play words with friends with me, and then they send me messages like, hi, hello, hello, hello. hi. It seems I am still a fertile man. I've gotten a couple of rose emojis, um, which, you know, I don't really engage with, and, you know, that's just what's going on. But I, if if you are a Reality Blows listener, tell me, and then, of course, I would love to play. Yeah, uh, I would suggest for the blowhards to stay away from Ashley what she the plays hell this. okay a couple what? of things okay a couple of things here this number one bullshit. you're enabling she's addicted oh to her phone and subsequently and I think maybe the catalyst of that this month is words with friends she is all up in words with friends it's at making all me moments feel better. of the day anytime I try to there, there's a moment in which her eyes don't need to be trained on something other than her phone, then they are trained on the application words with friends. And I I think she's cheating, guys. I think Ashley cheats at this game. Nick, first off, you introduced me to this idea of cheating. And second off, I wish you hadn't do it, done that because I didn't realize you could cheat. And now that you've introduced this to me, I've been tempted. I've had a couple of times I've been tempted. I believe there's an app you could plug your letters in and then it'll come up with the best word combination. Yeah, that's fucked and up. And I think you're doing it. I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah? How did you get 108 points in a in a, in a a Words with Friends move? I prayed. Every morning I prayed to God, oh, please. see, this is bullshit. It was equated, y'all. It was equated. It was a triple word. Hit a couple triple letters. Also, it was a triple word combo because I, I framed it up with another word, equated, and guess what? This was interesting. So I did equate, right? And that was hitting the triple word, right? And that was 48 points. And then when I put the D on equated, it jumped to 103. Isn't that wild? 
just shows you what D can do for you. Anyway, I'd like to move on to another thing I'm coping with. Uh, another tool, which is self-tanner. I've been doing lots of self-tan. Have I you? keep asking Nick, can you tell? No. Can you, you tell? You keep telling me. I keep forgetting. I just want you to notice I've gotten a little tanner. Have you, though? Babe, stop. <laughs> I've clearly gotten a little tanner. I'm doing self-tan. I'm doing the Jergens. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm doing the jerks. Yeah, the the gradual self tan. Um, doing it on my face, doing it on my body. I I actually do believe that Nick can't tell. I don't think it's an act. I would have never known. Um, Ashley, every once in a while, like in a very cliched fiance sort of way, uh, will look at me and go, "Notice anything different?" Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I have never noticed anything never. different. No, it's true. I just don't. Um, also, because I'm not looking at your aesthetics. Okay, I'm looking at your soul. Okay, Babe, get out of here with that. What? That is not true. That is true. No, you just I'm, don't notice things. I'm there will those... be like trash on the floor and Nick will like walk over it and buy it. When we're walking down the street, I'm constantly telling him to dodge dog poop. Nick is in his own world no. and it's fine. I love you for it. You're a dreamer. Okay? Listen, I love you for it. You're a I dreamer. May, I may, you don't notice the self tan I don't look at the ground when I walk. Okay? Yeah. I look straight ahead. Yeah. Okay? Your fiance, straight she's gotten a I, deep dark tan and you haven't noticed. I can't notice it. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm blinded by your beautiful brown eyes. Oh my God. How dare you? Also, Ashley this week had to do two roasts. That's right. Comedy roasts. Over the internet, Ash, take it away. Well, the first one wasn't actually a roast. It was a boast rattle, which is an inverse of roast battle. And um, this is hosted by comedian Kyle Ayers. He's in L.A. It was on Twitch. Basically, you get paired up with someone, and instead of making jokes about them in like a negative way, you really prop them up with compliments. Joke compliments. You boast them. You boast them. You boast them up. You bo- and you rattle them with your boasts. You rattle them. They're like, I can't take these boasts. Boast rattle. And then- What am I going to do? Then the uh, there's like a, a judge who weighs in, and then the audience votes. Um, and I was up against dear friend Joe Firestone, and I have to tell you guys, it is very hard to write positive jokes. It is within it, it. It was done. It was done. I'll say that it was done. But the first round of these jokes I was writing were very corny. Um, let me pull some up just to give you an idea. This is one I came up with that did not make it into the final cut, which is Joe's so sweet. After we became friends, I had to have thousands of dollars worth of dental work. Okay, that's a bad <laughs> boast joke. Get it because of the sweet, like sugar? She rotted my teeth, okay? You know, another one that didn't make the cut was like, if Joe was any food, she'd be a cheesy lasagna because uh, she makes you feel at home. She feels fills you with delight and also gas. Laughing gas. She's funny, folks. Yeah. Um, so you get the idea. But I, I was having, I was struggling writing these compliments, um, and I ended up just doing a bunch of uh, boast jokes about how she's got a nice rack, and I ended up winning, which was cool. I did come on the podcast to brag about that exclusively. I won. Joe's jokes were very like sweet and emotionally based, and um, now were your jokes really boasts? I guess they were. You were boasting yeah. about her. I was boasting about her chest. I was her chest. talking about her um, her big old naturals. 
And, you know, you got to find a way to be funny is what I've learned in all things comedy. And um, that's, I just really, you know, it is a quality of hers. So I went for it. And those were the majority of my jokes. And it was a lot of fun. It's also a lot of fun to hear her sweet jokes and then to have follow up with my uh, jokes about, you know, bada boom, bada bang. I imagine that could embarrass a person to air them out over the Internet. Which one? Who would get embarrassed? Your partner in crime here, Joe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think Joe enjoyed. I think she enjoyed the <laughs> silliness of it all. Okay, yeah, it was very silly. It was silly. It. And you did win. You did win. I won. That was great. Yeah. And then the other thing I did, and that was over Twitch. Yep, it was over Twitch. Yeah, people can watch that. You know. Oh yeah, you can go to um, Kyle's Twitch account. Let me pull it up. Find out what it is. I know that I is it social distancing. Is it that the is, name of the show? Is Nick? So Look just search you. search um, Kyle Ayers, which is A Y E R S. Kyle spelled traditionally. Yep. And uh, social distancing Twitch, and Ashley was on last Friday. Yeah, and it, it will be uh, listed as the Boast Rattle Show because I think he's got a, a couple of shows show. there. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun, and there's other people on that, so you can watch a whole full mm-hmm. sh- a whole full show of people uh, flipping the roast on its head with the boasts. But that wasn't the only yeah. roast uh, thing you did. You did a traditional roast. I did a traditional roast. So Elmhurst Hospital in New York has a tradition every year for their senior graduating medical students who are residents at the hospital. They do like a graduation ceremony, and then they kind of get roasted lightly by their peers. But because they couldn't do that this year, um, one of the organizers worked with a comedian to get other comedians to roast these medical residents who are graduating this year. So I was assigned a a doctor um, and I was given access to her Instagram Okay, and her Facebook, and I did my research, I plunged in, I made a three-minute video um, roasting this doctor, and it was so fun. It's fun to roast someone you don't know. Uh, I have to say that. You know, you would think roasting someone you know would be more fun because you got more information on them. But with someone you don't know, you're free to create a whole life and identity for that person. I mean, you based your roast pretty much off of the Instagram presence, The Instagram, and then also some other of the residents at the hospital had sent me some information about her. I heard some of the info that they were giving, like the real greasy details (laughs) that they were given, and it was like... Real, I, I just thought it was real comical. Uh, it was just like, yeah, she always does something. She in, always, you know. one of the things was like, um, she always posts herself in the picture if the post is for someone else. So if it's like, if it's some, if she's wishing someone a happy birthday and she's posting a picture of that person on her Instagram feed because they're her friend, like, happy birthday, Sarah, she will post a picture of her and Sarah. So it's not just the person. And they were, tr- they were telling me that like it was a dig. And I was like, they just don't know how hot people work. It sounds like they don't know how Instagram works works yeah and they don't nothing would be creepier for me than if all of my friends on my birthday just posted a picture of me alone in a room like it was it seems like you want to be like this is my friend right it's that my friend's birthday today here's a time in which we had fun together then there was another post another little it sounds like possibly maybe her co-workers are really really annoyed by this person <laughs> because that to me is something where it's just like uh hey uh, we're roasting x um so uh, you got anything on x and it's just like 
You mean X, that motherfucker who constantly posts on Instagram? Oh, I got something for X. Yeah, they can't stop putting pictures of themselves up. X puts fucking pictures on our Instagram that make me want to fucking stab myself in the fucking (laughs) face with a fork. Every time I see it with X's perfect little life. Yeah. Because that was the other thing, because they were saying that this person that you were roasting kind of had like a real curated Instagram, and it almost looks like that that person is a social media influencer, but they ain't. Right. Which to me is just like, look at Miss Perfect. Yeah, she was kind of perfect, actually. I went through her Instagram, and I was like, damn, this is a life I want. Even her parents were hot, which I definitely talked about in her in the video I made for her. Another thing that was supposed to be a dig was someone was talking about like how you think scheduling block 13 is difficult which I don't even know what that means um try scheduling her during wedding season and I was like the the lady's popular that's what people are upset about she's popular and she posts pictures on Instagram maybe she gets married a lot well I did have a (laughs) joke about how she's been getting married for three years because she posted a picture of her wedding like once a month on Instagram a new picture I was like this is the longest wedding I've ever seen but it did feel really good to make something that's for a good cause and supports doctors. Will and- you ever see any sort of uh, like the, the reaction to this or they're going to tell you how it went over or you just kind of texted this off into the yeah, ether? I sent it to the organizer and they were like, this is perfect. Thanks. And that's I think all that I get. I think that's all the feedback I get. Wow. Um, unless this person reaches out to me, but I don't hey, think that's going to happen. <laughs> by the way, person, uh, we weren't making, I actually didn't see your Instagram presence. So don't go, don't get mad at me. I don't know. I'm sure it's great. It was fun. I liked it. It made me feel like I was doing something in this time of not being able to do much. So yeah. that was good. Yeah. Um, do you want to get into the shows that we've been watching? Yeah. Let's take a break here. We're going to come back. We're going to update everybody on our feelings about set the second episode of labor of love. And then Ash and I, well, you know, I guess we stooped is a good is a good way to say. Yeah, we, we followed st- suit with the rest of the country. I don't know if anybody watched this, but we stooped to the level of watching Haircut Night in America on yeah. CBS, yeah, hosted did. by Jerry O'Connell and Rebecca Romaine. And wife. Wife. Rebecca. Rebecca, Rebecca Romaine. And uh, we'll talk about it. Let's pause here. We'll come back. Folks, we're back. We are back indeed. So this week we watched the second episode of Labor of Love. And something that I found interesting, Nick, is I did not think anyone was watching this show. Okay? If you if you follow the, the Twitter hashtag, uh, it's not coming up with many tweets. And they also, the show does not appear to have a Reddit page. Maybe I haven't organized the words correctly. but It doesn't have a Reddit yet? Yeah, which is not a good sign in the we gotta, reality we gotta television start this Reddit. world. We gotta start this Reddit. It, but we're watching the show. Last night I was having my girls' game night, and uh, one of my lady friends is watching the show. Really? Yeah. So it, that's exciting. Th- does this person that that one of your friends is are they a reality show fan? Not really. So what got them into this? I don't know. We didn't Kristen have Stewart. We didn't have time to talk. Maybe we didn't have time to talk about it because all the other people we were talking about so many other things on our chat, and it was just the two of us who had watched it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna text her later and find out exactly. Exactly what's going on but it was just nice to know that we're not the only people out there watching this show and she was also she watched the first episode she hadn't watched the second episode yet and i was like are you committing to this show and she's like oh i'm committed oh wow so we're both in 
Um, so that's interesting. Something that was uh, also noteworthy, the beginning of this second episode, which I don't think we got on the beginning of the first episode, was we got a little viewer discretion is advised. Viewer discretion advised. As uh, if PG-13 this was a, uh, viewer discretion advised. As yeah. if this was a naughty show. Yeah, and did you see anything naughty about it? I guess it's because of the sperm thing. Like, they did the sperm test, and so maybe uh, people were outraged that that was on television. I don't, I can't understand. I don't understand. I, I will say this show, as we mentioned in our last in last week's episode, this show has definitely brought out the trolls, and that is seems to continue as far as I can tell. Do you think they gave it a PG thirteen rating uh, of viewer discretion advised because of a man named Budge? <laughs> <laughs> There's a man named Budge on this show, um, and I kind of feel like if I had a kid. And, and they were tuning into this on, at 9 p.m. on Fox on Thursdays or whatever, I would have to be like, hey, kid, listen, there's going to be a man named Budge, okay? And, and I just want to explain to you right now, uh, uh, when a man, uh, you know, loves a woman, um, sometimes they show their love by, by uh, having a baby and naming it Budge. So um, just to let you know, don't get freaked out, okay? If you have any questions about this man named Budge, I'm here for you, um, and I think it's important for every young person to, you know, experience their first man named Budge uh, with their father uh, at, at their side. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? No, that's good. I want to get into, so last week we You want to get in the Budge or what? Well, I just want to get into a couple of reviews real quick that I found because- And I want to say that Lily's new name is Pudge, and we decided that. <laughs> what did I call Lily earlier by accident? You called Lily- I think call I called her, her Larry. Larry? Larry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. I know we're talking about reality and we already talked about our cat, but I do need this needs to be said. As she got up uh, this morning before we started watching these shows, she went to go and uh, powder her nose in the bathroom. And as she got up, I guess she was a little tired. She looked at our cute little cat on the ground laying down and she goes, Hey, what's up, Larry? And then just kept <laughs> moving. And then I was like, What? And you're like, Lily, Lily, Lily. <laughs> And I go, did you just call our cat Larry and try to just push it on, keep it pushing? What were you? You were saying, yeah, I did. That's exactly what happened. It came out. I looked at her and I was like, you are Larry. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. She was doing a real Larry thing. Oh now, God. what were you saying the other day that would be her name? You were like, if I could rename you, I'd name you. Maybe Martin. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay, so last week we talked about the review that was like, this is the perfect example of motherhood in late 20th, 21st century America. Yeah. You remember that review? Yeah, of course. And at the time, I think that was like one of the only reviews on there, and maybe a handful of reviews. But I would like to do um, just like a couple more. I think that I think it's important. Reviews part mm -hmm. twos? Mm -hmm. Reviews part twos. Boycott this crap. I refuse <laughs> to I refuse to support a show that takes life so frivol frivolously. How appalling is this show's concept? Did no one stop to ask what the kid would feel like growing up knowing they were a product of this trashy show? I can't believe this show's concept was ever approved by a bunch of adults quotation marks. It is an emotionally traumatized child in the making. I won't let it be entertaining. Boycott this show. What do you feel about this, though? This is a, you know, this is, to me, it, it does bring up an interesting point. If a child comes out of this show, how would you feel if you learned you were a product of this show? 
Um, Let's say you get to age 10. <laughs> I actually didn't think of this. Your parents this is sit a good you question. down and they're like, listen. We have something to show we you. We have something. Budge, come on out. <laughs> Budge Jr. <laughs> Budge Jr. I know this isn't your father. We just took his name instead and said it was Jr. But we want Budge to come out. We want you to meet the reason why we named you Budge. Yeah. This is Budge. Yeah. Budge Jr. Yeah. Um, I think if I was uh, the product of this show. Yeah. I would probably have a lot of mental <laughs> hurdles to get over once I found this out. Right? I guess it really depends on what happens. You know, if like they get together, if they get married and they stay together and they have a healthy, happy family um, and they're not just like reality TV clout chasers, then I think then it's like, oh, my God, this is incredible. Like my mom and my dad met on this show and like what's the chances of them coming together and we have this like very loving home. You know, that's one that's one out outcome that is i think the ideal outcome and i think under those circumstances then you're kind of the product of this like really um like groundbreaking cool thing right right but if the pendulum swings okay to the other side and it's more like you're a kid you come out and then let's say your mom or your dad goes on 40 more dating shows (laughs) on reality television um, and that you're, it's just, you're just kind of, you know, the result of a failed reality show. Well, that's gotta be painful. It's gotta be painful. And there's probably a lot of therapy that would pro- would be needed, um, mm-hmm. upon mm-hmm. the realization mm-hmm. that you were on a television, you were made on a television show that had a character named Budge. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's three Angelos, two Marios and, mm-hmm. uh, and a, uh. And a Matt. Yeah, and a Vinny, I think. And a Vinny. And most of these people have their own flooring business as far hey, as I can Hey, check it out. My hair's shaved in a way where I also spike the top of my hair up kind of like this. I use a lot of gel and hairspray. Um, pretty much all the guys on now, the show. Now, here's a follow-up. Here's a positive review. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. Uh, the Bachelorette with grown-ups. Oh, because the, they're older. Because they're older. Which, by the way, Marlena said last night. Oh, that's my friend who's watching the show. Mm-hmm. She said that the um, the guys on this show, she's like, we were talking about how funny they are. What a group of characters. What a group of goobers. And she was like, it's as if someone messed up the rejected pile and the accepted pile during casting. Uh, that's interesting. That yeah. is a good way. Of, there are some fun guys on this show. I want to shout out uh, my... Uh, what is his name? Stuart? Stuart's our guy. Stuart we like Stuart per- and we Stuart, like Matt. Stuart has personality. Matt has personality. Yeah. Matt is my pick from, from day one from uh, last week, and I'm going to stick with Matt. I think he had a real strong showing on this episode. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, t- I took a, c- a couple of notes. We're not going to go through the whole episode. but I want to get first... into this inter- this review, though. Oh, you didn't say it yet. No, I didn't say it. Oh, okay. Go yeah. for it. Okay, so it's the title of it is The Bachelorette with Grownups. And then this is the review. The misguided moral outrage for this show is so annoying. Have any of these people actually seen it? What it is not. What it is not. A show where a woman will pick a man to impregnate her for all the world to scoff at. What it is. A typical reality dating show with a twist. The woman, Christy, she's in her early 40s and she knows she wants children before it's too late. The men are also at similar stages in their life. In the first episode, Christy makes it clear that she hopes she will find her match, who shares her values for starting a family. If not, she will pursue a family on her own. Put the pitchforks away, people. (laughs) So far, the show is entertaining. Questions swim through my mind each episode. Are these guys really interested in a family or just fame? Great question. 
Great is, question. Is Chrissy going to choose for passion or for paternal instinct? Are the guys going to live up to their mature label? Who is actually father material? And what provocative situations will producer, producers throw at these guys next? Boy? And that's where I stand. That's I. That's I, you. That's You're, me. That's you in an interview in a, in review form. I didn't write that, but you know what? That you didn't write. That. Sums up how I feel. You it, might as well have written it. Though. Put the pitchforks away. Put They're not, the pitchforks away. It's not like you got to have a baby by the end of the show. It's just a dating show for people who are like, I'm. I want to make my desire to start a family. It's a freaking dating show be, about a freaking person who wants to have a baby before forty two. Okay. Where it's, they're being real. They're saying this is my top priority, and I want to date other people who this is also their top priority. I have a lot of people in mind to date and be the father of my child. One of them is named budge <laughs> nick cannot get over <laughs> this guy named budge i will say on this on the second episode it was fun the parents his parents explained budge's parents budge's parents explained where the name budge came from but here's the thing they didn't explain if that was his real name they 100 percent did they were like that came from his sister who turned big brother into baby budge. brother baby brother into budge okay i understand that but it's like Okay, was his name Paul? And then it was like, that's your baby brother, Paul. It's like, Budge. And then that's what they call him? Okay, is it, it a It would have been nice if they had said, it hasn't been legally changed. Exactly. Yeah. We still don't know. The mystery is outstanding. And she that did- what I, is what I think this show is about. <laughs> Budge, well, not after, spoiler alert. So my, my first note here is, uh, it's just, I have a hyphen. Uh, and then I'd put a space, and then I wrote a man named Budge, all caps. <laughs> so we've covered that. Um, Wait, I want to talk about Budge. We, well, we talked about the viewer discretion is advised yeah, thing. Yeah. And do you think that that's the sperm that that did this? Uh, I think it's the sperm. I, I My guess vote so. Is the sperm. I guess so. Yeah, because nothing else on here. Everything else is pretty damn wholesome. Or is this a retaliation? Or is this just not a retaliation? Um, a result of all this negative reviews we're seeing on the internet. What does that have to do? Like, those are grown people writing those. That's not a 14-year-old. That is true. Writing a review. Being like, this show makes no sense to me. How, if a stork is involved, how are these men gonna... 14-year-olds. If you're a 14-year-old and the stork thing is still on your radar. Babies are made when a man spits in another woman's mouth. What did you think when you were a kid? Oh, I don't want to get into that. What did you think? I don't want to get into that. What did you think? <sighs> get into it. That's what the show's about now. This is, this, this is our new concept for the show. It involves both parties spreading butt cheeks <laughs> and pressing butt cheeks, buttholes together. <laughs> and then, and this may have just been because, you know, I was a young boy. There was a little toot involved. <laughs> that toot had baby particles in it. <laughs> oh my god! And it, you toot at the same time. Okay, it's Listen, clear you're you making this up. Listen, you toot at the same time, and if the man's toot gets into the woman's butthole, yeah, first it's a boy, and if the <laughs> <laughs> woman's toot gets into the man but man's butthole, it's a girl. Okay. okay all right well you asked i my my parents i specifically remember my mom she would just 
always tell me the truth whenever I answered, whenever I asked a question, her answer would just be the truth. But when you're a kid, you don't, you can't ever really get to the full sex part because your mind doesn't go that far. You get like an answer and you're like, oh, okay, you know, and then you're like done with that. Um, so I never, I don't think I ever really had a, a chance to develop any sort of uh, false explanation like, like most Mom, kids. Mom, I was wondering where, it's fucking baby. That's what happens. People fuck. My mom would never be that crass. When a man and woman (laughs) love each other very much, they experience one of life's greatest mysteries together. Nancy Drew? (laughs) Um, uh, You you should get an award for that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get back to the show. So uh, you have a budge dot dot dot. And then we have um, anything else? Any other notes you have? Yes. Get into it. Did I mention Budge? We love Stuart. He's our fave. Stuart's my favorite. Uh, I just think that every episode so far, there's only been two, has just featured some of these like uh, Italian single floors, uh, carpenters or whatever they are, uh, just interrupting this woman, asking her a question and then being like, uh, so uh, what what kind of, you you want children or what's going on? And she's like, well, I've always, he's like, I'll tell you what I want. I want two boys. Yes. A guy named Mario just wouldn't let her. He's like, I want boys. Like, what do you want, a girls or boys? And she's like, well, I, I want boys. Yeah. I want boys. Like, in what world do you think that saying, cutting this woman off to say, I want boys, I'd be disappointed if I had girls, is going to get you this woman? Yeah, that's so short-sighted and bizarre. Also, it's weird to me that people still have this conversation. Like, um, I just kind of feel like if we're having a kid, I just am ready. I just want to really want to be on record when you have a girl to be like, yeah, I was just kidding about that. Yeah. Um, as you sit there and watch it with little Budge Jr. And don't you just want someone to love? That's my thing. Don't you want to just love a little bundle of joy? Yes. Uh, even talking about I'd rather have this or I'd rather have that. Like, that, I feel like that conversation is so dated. It's antiquated, y'all. Um, on this second episode, it was fun. They went glamping, and I it, the glamping tent was so similar to the tent that we stayed in when we went glamping mm-hmm. in the fall. Yeah, absolutely. One of our most fun trips. Yeah, great trip. Uh, I, I recommend glamping to anybody. Really oh. love it. And it's also a great social distancing thing. Absolutely. Um, by the way, did you know that I've been cut out of a girls camping thing this week? What? Yeah, that's right. I got cut out. I told you about it. Right? How'd you get cut out? Okay, so a friend, I have two friends, and they were going to go camping, social distance camping. Um, one's in Ohio, the other's in Tennessee. They're going to meet in the middle and camp, okay? Like, stay six feet apart, have their own tents, blah, blah, blah. I, I got invited sort of secondhand. So after those plans were made, I was then invited by one of the people um, being like, hey, do you want to do this with us? I asked Nick, I was like, or would you be okay if I did this? And he was like, you know, because I'm not asking for his permission. I'm asking for his quarantine, how he feels if I break quarantine to do this, even though I'd be staying apart from um, from them. And he was like, if you're very careful, I'm for it, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, okay, this sounds good. Let's do it. Well, one of the gals, her mom was like freaking out because she's staying with her parents about her um like doing this and was like really against it and she really had to convince her and so the only way she could convince her is if she said I'm just doing it with one person and it's the person the original person I was planning with so it got so got, you so were deemed too too much of a risk too risky so then I was told that um, by the person who invited me I, I the narrative changed and it was like oh yeah this time it's a it's just a we're doing a test run of it we're doing a test run and I was like what she's like well it's just going to be the two of us this time it's a test run if I were you 
I would never speak to that person ever again. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking about during this episode. I was like, I should be doing that because it's happening right today, right this second. On this gorgeous day? On this gorgeous Where day. Where are they camping? In between whatever is in between Ohio and Nashville. Kentucky? I don't really know. I don't know what the country looks like besides the fact that it's in turmoil. Okay. Well, I would be I know the highly, emotional map of this I country. I would be highly insulted, extremely embarrassed, and also... I'd hold a grudge like a budge, baby. I would. Stop bringing up budge all the time. <sighs> Jeez. Um, something else we really like about the show that we talked about numerous times. I had to interject, by the way, about that, that camping thing just because. Of course, because you like to interject. I got some. Excuse me. Well, you do. I'm just having. I'm feeling a little, you know, I'm feeling a little rejected. That's all. Uh, much like a couple of the men on the show at the end. Um, but something that Nick and I like to talk about is how during this, the episodes, and I love this. They have these guys' parents being interviewed. It's so fun to watch these parents talk about these grown men. I freaking love it. I love, uh, I think it was Angelo's dad. He's an Italian guy. He came in with an out, a suit outfit that could only be described as uh, Saturday Night Fever. He had on pink leather shoes. Angelo. Yeah, he really, I mean, they're clearly like Chicago Italians just really doing it up. Pink leather shoes. The brother just like incredible as well. Angelo himself seems like a toned down version of the both of them. But still, he is uh, has uh, quite a personality. As a matter of fact, in this episode, he takes his time on his date to just rat out every single one of the other dudes. Yeah, it was They're amazing. Like, hey, actually. Budge don't want to be here. Dude from South Africa called you Cindy and not uh, whatever. Christy. Christy. I don't even know her name. Uh, and uh, about six or seven guys farted in bed last night, <laughs> and so uh, one I'm, guy's got ugly feet. Yeah, you should I'm your know. Guy. Oh, he called one dude Ted Bundy. Called one good dude Ted Bundy. <laughs> They're like, hey, what about Gary? I really like Gary. Oh, you mean Ted Bundy? Yeah, he's a serial killer. We all decided. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was great. Watching the guy rat out the other guys was great. I, I, I am finding this show. At first, when we agreed to watch this. When we said on the pod that we would watch this, I thought we would be hate watching it. I'm genuinely enjoying it. And I appreciated the Angelo ratting everybody out because to me it gave a level of gameplay there. Yeah. And I enjoyed that there was a level of gameplay there. Yeah. Because as you guys know from last week, I was saying that, you know, the one thing keeping me from calling this a 10 rather than a 9 as far as piquing my interest is that there's no strategy talk. You know, there's no gameplay here. And uh, for crying out loud, Angelo made a gameplay. And I'll say that so far the dudes have not disappointed in terms of personality. I mean, you know, I've already mentioned Stuart, but we got Matt the wrestler. Nick thinks he's going to win. I think Matt is going to win. I think that he is a charming guy. He knows how to talk. I'm charmed. He was... There, somebody did uh, fire a shot at him saying that he's not tall uh, on what? today's uh, episode. He was like, yeah, he's uh, not the tallest guy in the house. Let's hmm. just say that. So I'm not worried. But like, we, mm, stood okay. them, we saw them standing on the porch together and he wasn't he was taller than her. He's doing one of those thick boot moves, I think. Gotcha. Uh, where he's wearing those black boots with the he's real got thick sole. I think. Um, I also, I love Matt. I think he's got a gift of gab. I think good chat. Uh, I think he's, uh, you know, a handsome guy. I feel like a chunkier type. Uh, and I'm talking about, he's just thick. He's a thick necked man. Um, cause he was a pro wrestler. So, um, it comes with the territory. I think he's uh handsome. I think he's sexy. I think, oh, excuse me. Um, I lost myself. No, I get Here's it. Here's my problem. I get what you're doing. Here's my problem. What's your problem? His, uh, his fits. 
Uh, this man is wearing a, a loose jean with a boot cut. Uh, and but I'm he's just, in his 40s. Yeah, but the that's rest what, of these guys that's are what older also. Dudes the do. other dude. You want him in skinny jeans? Well, the other dude that he went on a date with, she went Tired on a date of with. That. The guy with the blonde guy, the handsome guy. Yeah. They went on some date. I don't know what his name is, Mark or something. Yeah. Um, He was wearing a very nice outfit. He's slick. He's looking slick. You got to, this day and age, you got to put on a, a form-fitting jean. You really do. You really can't. Unless you're a young person who's doing like a 90s revivalist sort of skater look, which looks very cool if you have the body type and you're young. But if you are not, you have to put on not a skinny jean. It's just at least a fitted jean. Okay, something that doesn't hang over your boot and also is maybe, I don't know, not a doesn't have like a, a, a strap to hang a hammer. You know what I mean? Like you need to have not a wide legged pant. Okay? He did look like he was wearing those jeans that dads wear um, that ha are kind of like acid washed. And then you're right they're let's, boot cut. Let's talk about it. The color was off too. Okay. Yeah. Because he was wearing a black blazer. He was wearing black boots and he was wearing like a blue jean, like a lighter wash blue jean. What and is that? That is, that is 1999 dad. I will say that's early aughts dad Nordstrom. I think my dad got some, you know, I think when dad started paying a hundred dollars on jeans, they were like, this is the, this is the epitome of you class. You pay for the room you have in your crotch <laughs> area. That's, that's what, what are, you're paying for here. What are the the ones nice with the R seat. on the back, on the pocket. The R. Yeah, like I feel like I saw a lot of dads with like no the idea. R on the back. Lucky jeans or something. No, you know? maybe it's something like along that. Seven, line. seven. Seven. That's what I'm thinking of. Not an R, but a but a the number seven. A seven. Yeah, seven yeah. jeans is your dad jeans. Yes. I remember there was a guy I worked with once, and uh, he was. We I asked him about his jeans once because we had a lot of downtime, and he was an older guy, Canadian. And he told me that, uh, oh, these are seven jeans. My wife gets them for me. Um, and he's like, yeah, these jeans cost like 300 bucks, you know, or something. Like, they're expensive. And I'm like, whoa, seven jeans. Are they cool? And then I texted you, like, seven jeans. My friend uh, at work told me uh, to wear them. And you were like, Nick, seven jeans is for dads. You're yeah. like, that's old guy jeans. That's old guy jeans. That's, that's not what cool my dad jeans. wears. And I'm like, you're, yeah, and you're like, my dad wears seven jeans. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I think he taken. might wear some lucky jeans too. Yeah, because lucky just sounds like, uh, is, does my dad wear lucky jeans? Oh, he listens to this podcast. At, uh, Steve, a.k.a. my dad who listens to this podcast, I want you to know that when I mentioned lucky jeans and, and then she actually said some dads wear lucky jeans, then she pointed at me How and dare said, you? You're, she mouthed, your dad wears I lucky jeans. I think he does. I think I've seen well, your dad. It's okay. My dad's jeans. a dad. Yeah. My dad's a dad. He's in his 50s. I think he has. I mean, well, this podcast is going to come out. We're going to find out he doesn't. He's not wearing fitted jeans. Now, my dad dresses when he goes out. He dresses nicely. Sometimes he'll wear a backwards kangle, but it depends on the season. <laughs> He hasn't he hasn't broke that backwards kangle out in a long time. But you know, at work, I, I I've uh, been in the same building uh, with him while uh, he's working, and uh, he looks good at work. He knows how to put himself together. He has a chain wallet, but it's come back in style. I don't know why I think wallet. your dad wears lucky jeans. But we need to get to the bottom. You think of it. he's wearing diesel jeans or something? Maybe, maybe he's wearing diesel. <laughs> I feel like I've just noticed your dad's jean game before. These days, though, um, in quarantine, I believe my father has gone full pirate. Yeah, he's he really let his has. beard get real long. 
Um, and in and for his type of mask, he wears like a skull like uh, bandana. That's what he's wearing. Speaking of beard going, what real- kind of bandana does your dad wear? Do you know? I don't know. I haven't seen any pics. Oh, you got to check out. Yeah, every time I talk to him, send he's at in home. your pics of your dads with their with uh, their, their face masks. masks. I want to see what kind of style. And then also also email us realityblowspodcast at gmail or at realityblows on tw- at realityblowspod on podcast on Twitter on Instagram. What are you doing right now? <laughs> Listen, let me, let me say <laughs> what I wanted to say. It, I'm running out of steam, but let me say what I wanted to say. Let me finish this. I want you to send me pictures of your dad's jeans, okay? Yeah, that's what fun. kind of jeans does your fun. dad wear? That all right, we want to know what the dad jeans are like all across this country and all around the world. I want. I think talking about your dad's unruly beard brings us into the next show that we watch. It's not unruly. It's not unruly. It's very well kempt. Okay, long beard. It's just getting kind of longer in the goat area. I think we're going to talk about the thing we were. Uh, we should talk about the thing we watch next. But before we do, are there any final thoughts you have on this show? I do. Show? I, I've only gotten to my second note. Yeah, Let me go get through these into notes it, really dude. quick. I think Matt's going to win. Okay, there yeah. was a fun moment in which they. She seems to like pranks Christina on people. She is that her name? No, her <laughs> name is Christy. Christy. And I don't know if she likes pranks. She does like to prank these guys. No, the producer set up a prank and she's like, am I pranking? And they were like, yeah. And she was like, okay, that's what happened. So they go glamping and then before they go glamping, they teach all these guys how to deal with a bear. And they say there's bears in the woods. And then on each of their solo dates, uh, they had a guy in a bear costume come out and scare them. And we got to see what each guy would do. And I thought this was going to be stupid at first, but then I was really delighted by the different reactions of these men. You didn't see any men running into the woods that's yeah. what i really wanted to see. i wanted to see someone scream and run into the woods yeah it was kind of fun i did enjoy that um there's a guy from south africa on this show who had the highest sperm count in the first yeah. uh, episode cindy and then he called her cindy yeah um instead of christy and everybody was like whoa you're dumb dude get get, get with the learn the name of the woman that you're on the dating uh, show, you know, kind of like uh, pointing this guy out. He had to cop to that because of Angelo um, ratting him out on his solo date. And when he copped to it, he just told the truth, which I thought was ridiculous. He was like, yeah, I heard Cindy somewhere. got stuck in my head and I said Cindy. And she was like, mm, okay. If I was him, I would just be like, in my country, Christy is Cindy. They're the same name. But what about when and she you finds said, out that's not true? That's all right. You've already impregnated her at that point. And you said, Ash, I'd buy that. I said I'd fall for it. Yeah. Honestly, I was just <laughs> saying that so you'd shut up so I could keep what? watching the show. Nick likes to just talk to me during the show instead of writing things down I like, like I do. I enjoy my television with my fiancé. Okay, I'm trying to pay attention. I think I would fall for it in the moment. Oh, you'd fall for it. And then I'd Google it and be like, okay, he's cut. You'd Google it. See, I forgot about Google. Yeah, it's not like she doesn't have access to the internet. No, in my internet, my country, you'd get the right answer, not this answer. Thank you very much. Now let me impregnate you. Oh, my God. I have the best sperm count. Cindy? I mean, Christine? I mean, (laughs) Chrissy? Crystal! Whatever your name is. Anyway, this show's kind of fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to the third episode. And uh, listen, I don't want to spend too much time on the next thing that we're going to talk about because I feel yeah. like we owe it to America to not uh, talk about this too much. But, what a strange time for this show to uh, come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys have been watching the news 24-7, but we sure have. And then... Yeah, clearly we're avoiding it on this show <laughs> because it makes us sad. We so. also talked about it a little bit on the Patreon. I feel like that's all... I could get out, to be honest. But what else is going on in this country is uh, people have nothing to put 
on their television networks, so they've had to replace the shows that they had planned with Zoom shows. And so there is a show, and I believe it's just a special, I don't think we're going to get another one, that they aired on Friday night at 8 p.m. on CBS, and it was called Haircut Night in America, hosted by Jerry O'Connell and his wife, Rebecca Romaine. Now, this show was basically, you set up your 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 laptop in front of a celebrity who needs a haircut and Jerry O'Connell and uh, uh, Rebecca Romaine uh, coach them through it. Plus there's another person on this zoom chat. The celebrity's hairstylist yeah. pops up. And so we got to see to uh, a guy who plays for the New Jersey devils and his wife cut his hair. We got to see um, Osborne. What's her name? Kelly Osborne. Yeah, Kelly Osborne. Uh, get her, dye her own hair. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Blow dry her hair, like she I mean, blew she blew dry she, and curled it. Yeah, she gave herself a blowout, which I was like, boy, she kind of took the easy way out here. Yeah, for real. She did use a hot curling iron, which could have gone wrong, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, um, but I think it, that was like a big enough get for the television show yeah, that they, they were like, like do the, whatever you want. The elusive because she was coming from Dubai, which yeah. was incredible. Yeah. All right, the fact that she's lived in Dubai for the better part of a decade. What are you saying, Dubai? Dubai. Dubai. Yeah. Okay, I thought you said Dubai. Dubai. <laughs> Um, uh, Jerry and uh, and Rebecca both got their hair done by each other. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell got got, got like kind of like a buzz cut, you know, kept got it, it along on the t- sides, got, got, kept along on the top. Got rid of his short, grays. Got rid of the grays. He looked okay. He like didn't totally screw it up. I didn't like his like wet look he had going. I thought it was fine. It was bad. You loved it. Um, what then, the hell? Why you did? did. You're like, that looks, I think he looks cute there. I think everybody, they're all, they all look cute. And then they're Rebecca Romaine. They're all celebrities. They're all on television for a reason because they're attractive. Uh, Rebecca Romaine allowed Jerry to dye her hair. Do her, her roots. roots. And uh, they looked fine. Yeah, um, they, I, yeah. Ashley, I mean, had a problem with Rebecca Romaine. Um, you know, let's just say that Rebecca Romaine need some filler how dare you i don't (laughs) want to talk about that (laughs) i i just find it interesting you know people are not being able to get they're not being able to get their treatment i thought it was very brave of rebecca romaine to put herself out there on hd television she just looked you could just tell she's had some work done and i don't know if she's being able to do maintenance on that work but (laughs) you know what who cares people's faces are their faces faces and i would never talk about it on the podcast of course not um, you know what's something interesting that I saw, and I don't have proof of it. Yeah. I just saw it on either Twitter or Instagram. Morgan Murphy, comedian Morgan Murphy, maybe like two or three weeks ago, posted a picture in her backyard where she was like uh, social distancing with, you know, f- friends. And it was Jerry. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, he's big. He's big out there in L.A. People like him. It was just the two of them hanging out in her backyard. I was like, that's interesting. I wouldn't have put those two together. He's a good hang, Jerry. How do you know? Because I watch a lot of Bravo stuff. He comes on a lot of reality show podcasts. He hosts like he was hosting a Bravo show for a while before this all went down. Mm. And um, he is a diehard um, housewife uh, watcher. Oh, I He's a Bravo head. Why doesn't Rebecca get on there? She doesn't. I don't think she f- considers herself like a host. Uh, no, why doesn't she way. get on the show? Beverly oh, I Housewives. think she was. I think it was an offer, and I think she's decided not to. She's a oh. big fan as well, and oh. she's popped up on Bev Hills. For real? Yeah, yeah. She's popped up on Bev Hills. Oh, she knows cool. all the ladies over there. Don't worry, she gets out there. Um, but I, I think she would be fantastic on it. I don't know why she hasn't agreed to do it, but she seems like she's got the 
affable personality that would kind of light up in a reality show sense. Yeah. Oh, you know what? She was invited to a wedding. There was there was a wedding last season, and Jerry and Rebecca were both at the wedding last season on one of these shows on Beverly Hills. Oh, I bet it's because they have two young kids. I bet there's it's- many young kids on these shows. Yeah. Yeah, but that like literally grow up in front of the television. They're in a position where they're both millionaires. So. All of the women on Beverly Hills are millionaires. Then what the hell's going on? They want to revive, revitalize a career. You know what I mean? And Jerry has figured it out by getting in on like the hosting aspect of the Bravo universe, which is like a classier way of doing and it. And what do you mean Rebecca Romaine's not a host? Didn't she host like Spring Break? Yeah, MTV but Spring like Break? I think she, she doesn't. She's point? not Jerry. You got to see Jerry on these things. He's good. They love him. Okay. They love Jerry. I believe you. We love Jerry as a community. So what did you think of the show? Did you <laughs> We love Jerry. Did you find anything? Did you learn anything from this? Uh, I learned that it's like who fucking cares? Cut your hair. It's not going to yeah. look that bad. Yeah. And it's also I learned that this was uh sponsored by Zoom, it seemed. Yeah, they allowed Zoom to be shown a bunch of times yeah. on CBS and that's a, the word Zoom that's a good partnership. That's a good partnership. I really liked that this show was lighthearted and that the um the work that made it entertaining really came in the form of editing. Yeah, they made it super suspenseful. They would like yes have the music be suspenseful and then they'd cut to commercial right as you think that they're about to F up their own hair and then they don't. And it was done in a cheesy fun way, sure. not a cheesy cringe way. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that was cool. And I also like seeing people's like homes. I, I That's my favorite thing about this um, time that we're, well, it's not my favorite, you know, it maybe it's my favorite thing about this time we're in is seeing inside people's homes mm, on so many I Zoom agree. calls. Um, so many celebrities doing Zoom shows. And I hope you guys are having fun in your own home, staying safe, okay? We love you so much. Is it over? I think it's over. What happened? Uh, it ended. <laughs> it ended. Guys, check out our uh, website. It's realityblowspodcast.com. You can find all the links that you need there. Um, also, subscribe to our Patreon. We're pumping out content. We're thinking about pumping out content. We got content pumped out. Yeah, we just dropped one last night, okay? We watched uh, Little Shop of Horrors, the 60 version and the 86 version, and uh, we talked all about that, so check that out. Plus, if you if you didn't listen to the other May double feature. Well, we talked about uh, uh, desperately seeking Susan, which I spelled wrong in the description of the show. Desperately seeming Susan, you wrote, mm-hmm. and then um, uncut gems and uncut gems, folks. It was been uh, quite a movie night. Uh, in this household the past uh, couple of days. And And tune into the feed on Thursday. We will have a challenge recap ready for you. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Much love to you and yours. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.